Finals, the men and women, what took place last night and what to expect moving forward. We've got Zverev team, Djokovic, Sloan Stevens to name a few. It's going to be an absolute ripper. This is no hold barred. So, baby girl, put it on me. What would I be without you? Uh, I only think about you. Yeah. I know you're tired of being lonely. lonely. And here we are in the No Holds Barred studio. Jade Kolf at the Kolf Man coming to you. We continue with our French Open special podcast and the quarterfinal stage last night. And what a night of absolutely explosive tennis. Some surprises and some... Matches that were not so surprising, but if you had to set at the start of the tournament that there would be an Italian male in the semi-finals for the first time, an Italian male who has never won a Grand Slam match up until this French Open 2018, you would have said, mate, you're an absolute idiot and... Last night, nothing short of amazing. Novak Djokovic crashes out at the quarterfinal stage last night in four sets to the Italian Cecinato. Yes, let me say that again, Cecinato. And what a run from this Italian. And if you saw any of the match last night, it was like an absolute rock and roll concert. In that arena last night, fans were going crazy. Cecinato got there in four sets. He won the first set 6-3. But you just had a feeling that Novak Djokovic was going to get his teeth into this contest and and really, uh, well, obviously get the victory here. He was the, the red-hot favourite coming in. He had, uh, you know, had solid form up until this point, dismantled Fernando Vadasco in round four in, in straight sets. Really... Uh, really putting him to the sword with no nonsense. But last night, he could not find a way to crack the Italian. And you just felt the Italian was going to go away at some stage there. Uh, but it never happened. The The second set tiebreak, uh, Cecinato got the second set tiebreak. And from two sets to love, it was like, wow, uh, he may actually get over the line here. And... You know, Novak really flexed his muscle there in the in in the fourth uh, in the third set. Uh, really, uh, you know, showing uh, showing the Italian that he wasn't going away. Six one in that third set, and and then you had a feeling that maybe the dream run from Cecinato was over, and that he would uh, eventually wear down, tire, 
our fatigue and fall away. But the the fourth set tiebreak, absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, standing room only in that arena, and Novak Djokovic showed some signs there last night that he definitely is not the player that he used used to be. He, uh, you know, physically, if he stands up, I think there are some things there that I noticed last night that uh, are chinks in the armour that uh, never used to occur. For starters, the two-hand backhand, the two-hand Novak Djokovic backhand, uh, really one of the greatest of all time and really arguably the, the best two-hand backhand we've ever seen when this guy was uh, at the peak of his powers winning 12 majors. But last night when the heat was on, uh, deep into that fourth set, a shot that normally is absolutely impenetrable, impenetrable broke down last night. He was missing balls uh, long over the baseline, getting balls a little bit late, really forcing the action, uh, missing them wide, and it was something that we hadn't seen before when the heat heat is on with Novak Djokovic. Normally, it's the forehand side that uh, that the errors uh, can flow from. Players stay away from that backhand side, try and move Novak wide to the forehand corner uh, to try and draw some errors. But last night, it was happening on both sides. And Cecinato, when he hit balls to the Novak Djokovic forehand, generally the slice where he was just playing defense, Novak had had to generate his own uh, his own power. He had to accelerate through the hitting zone. And he had problems timing the ball. He made errors. He, he framed some balls uh, deep into that four-set tiebreak. And opportunities slipped by. And it was the, the off-pace ball, the ball where he had to generate his own heat off the forehand side where the errors occurred. And a combination of that as well as uh, the backhand errors that we don't normally see from him caused his downfall. And on the match point that Cecinato had in the, the fourth set tiebreak, Novak Djokovic serve and volleyed on the, on the match point where Cecinato just played a high defensive uh, defensive ball that dropped inside the baseline. And Novak, uh, so clearly Novak wasn't comfortable. Servant volleying is not his game. He prefers to stay back there on the baseline and, and exchange ground strokes, uh, which is basically his bread and butter. So he did a three-quarter pace kick serve to the Chechenado backhand coming to the net, and the ball sailed over his head and uh, about a foot inside the baseline, and that was, that was game over. So some real, uh, some real signs there that Novak uh, wasn't comfortable in his normal comfort zone there. And uh, he paid the price in the Italian move through unbelievable scenes and absolutely amazing for uh, Italian tennis. And they have some guys that uh, really have been knocking on the door now uh, you know, for quite a while. Uh, and uh, Cecinato is one of these guys that uh, he's broken through now. Fabio Fognini, another great result for him. Uh, he went out to Chilich in five sets in, in round four. But, you know, Cecinato, who would have thought? He's into the semifinals and an absolute fairy tale run. And be interesting to see Novak Djokovic uh, moving forward. One, how his body pulled up. Uh, reaching the quarterfinals. He had an absolute bruising affair with uh, Batista Agut in round two uh, over three 
three and a half hours there for a four-set four win. That was that last man standing kind of stuff. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see how Djokovic recovers and how he's able to transition into the, the grass court season and uh, see if he can back up this quarterfinal run with a... Uh, with a run at Wimbledon, that will be the uh, that will be the telling sign to see uh, really how his body is holding up physically and mentally. Um, but he's got to be bitterly disappointed, absolutely bitterly, bitterly disappointed to let that one slip against Cecchinato, uh, an opportunity missed for the uh, the Serbian superstar. This is no holds barred. Yeah, unbelievable scenes there in that arena last night. Uh, Novak gone. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Did not see that coming. I thought the Chechenado win against Goffin really uh, really was the clearly the best and biggest win of his career. But to back that up and uh, to get through Novak Djokovic, uh, maybe he's a stayer. Maybe he is a stayer. Maybe Chechenado can um, can go uh, towards the top, you know, top twenty in the world. Who knows? Uh, but he's definitely, definitely uh, showing his uh, his staying power on the clay. Uh, absolutely incredible. And that uh, that takes us through to the other men's quarterfinal that was played there last night. Big Alexander Svashezverev and. The Austrian Dominic team, an absolute heavyweight matchup, any way you want to look at it. But coming into this one, big Alex Verev, uh, I was afraid that the workload that uh, that he has had through the early rounds and up until this point was going to take its toll. And the big guy has paid the price for that. Dominic team uh, dismantled uh, big Alex last night in straight sets. Uh, team clearly the fresher of the two, uh, no doubt about it. Team uh, on on the clay is absolutely elite, absolutely world class elite when it comes to uh, facing him on the dirt. Uh, but last night uh, he absolutely destroyed uh, Zverev in straight sets, and uh, Big Alex uh, getting uh, getting assistance from the trainer there on his uh, on his left leg was heavily bandaged. And uh, the workload and the toll um, that Alex had earlier on in the tournament. Uh, he went five sets with uh, Lajovic uh, in round two. Then he went uh, five sets again, save match points against uh, the Bosnian uh, Zumba. Uh, and I keep saying it time and time again, you need to get through these early round matches if you are... Uh, if you want to win these Grand Slam titles, and if you're in the if you're in the picture, you need to get through these first round matches, uh, first two or three rounds with no nonsense, no fuss. And if you can do that, you can be fresh to make a run in the second week. But if you are on court for large amounts of time in those early round matches, and you are, are a contender, when you get to the to the latter stages of the event, uh, you are vulnerable. 
and Zverev last night was vulnerable with a capital V and Dominic Team put him to the sword and took absolutely no prisoners and the uh, the young Austrian moves into the to the semi-finals where I believe now he plays Cecinato. So who would have thought Team uh, going in must have thought, look, I'm probably going to play Novak in the semis, but now he plays Cecinato and that is going to be very, very interesting. Obviously, team starts the heavy favourite. Uh, and uh, Zverev, back to the drawing board. He needs to get through the early round matches with uh, with no fuss and no nonsense. And, you know, he needs to freshen up before Wimbledon. I'd be surprised if you see much of him. Probably May, may probably play one leading event into Wimbledon. Uh, I don't think it would be uh, smart scheduling for him to play more than one event leading into the Wimbledon Championships. He needs to freshen up both mentally and, of course, physically, get his body right so he can uh, he can make another deep run and start to get some consistent play in these major, major events. It's one thing to win Masters Series events, the 1,000-level events uh, where it's best of three sets, but these Grand Slams are a whole different ball game. The Grand Slams are the absolute real deal, and uh, it makes the Master Series events look like child's play. It really does, and Zverev is finding that out. He needs to uh, he needs to take care of business in the early rounds. So when it comes to quarterfinal, semifinal stages, he is fresh, and uh, he can compete at the highest level against the the Federers and the and the the Nadal's. And uh, these kind of guys, because these guys are not messing around in the early rounds. Nadal, not messing around in the early rounds. Federer, not messing around in the early rounds. They are destroying guys. So they are fresh physically and mentally come the second half of uh, the second week of the majors. And Zverev needs to take a leaf out of that book if he's, if, if he's the impact and break through uh, at slam level. But team, he was super impressive last night, uh, hitting the ball. Uh, huge off both sides. Had had problems with the backhand early on. Could not find the range. Was catching balls late, hitting a lot of balls over the baseline. Uh, but as this, as the match went on, uh, he really uh, he really uh, took care of business. Uh, the forehand was super super impressive, and he uh, he knew it was only a matter of time before Zverev started to crack, uh, both physically and he uh, Zverev was trying to finish points early on as as you uh, as one would imagine but team was uh, a class above last night and Zverev needs to uh, to get right physically uh, for uh, for the Wimbledon championships and team well the dream's still alive he's one where coming in it was like yeah he was a threat here uh, at Roland Garros and now things have opened up for him immensely and he plays the Italian uh, upstart Cecinato in the semi-finals and team's got to uh Got to like his chances of getting through uh, to the final where it looks like he's maybe on a collision course with the, the 10-time champion, uh, Rafa Nadal. But uh, yet to be seen. But team last night, uh, very, very impressive. And uh, he will go in as a, as a heavy favourite against the, the Italian Cecinato in, uh, in, in the semi-final. Coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, the ladies' matches that took place last night. We've got a little bit of Sloane Stevens and Madison Keys, uh, both girls getting through. We're going to come back and talk about that briefly and and what went down, what to expect. This is Jade Colf at the Colfman for the French Open special podcast 2018. This is No Holds Barred. Bitches, the mind, you believe me. Pimp, 
Daniel's buried And I'm built like a Don Bishop Gold deep fish, money green bins And my hoes is my witness The life we share is a thug affair We are back. No holds barred. French Open special 2018 podcast. Chechenato. What about Chechenato? I cannot believe this guy's in the semifinals. Well played. Did you see him move last night? Did you see his movement was absolutely elite. Playing incredible defense. And I think Novak was uh, really taken aback having to hit one or two extra balls. And the Serbian cracked. There's no doubt about it. The Serbian cracked. He's got some work to do. But we're going to segue on to the women's matches there last night. Two women's quarterfinals that we want to talk about. And the first quarterfinal was Madison Keys of the United States against Yulia Putin Siva from Kazakhstan and Madison Keys through to the semifinals. In a tight one, it was uh, the defensive player in Yulia who, you know, is diminutive. She's only about five foot two, five foot three, little uh, little pocket rocket. And Madison Keys, arguably the biggest hitter in the world on the women's side of the game. She is an absolute powerhouse off the forehand and backhand wing. And Keys went through a great tournament from uh, Putin Siva. I spent a bit of time with Yulia over in Delray Beach, Florida at the Davis Cup and Federation Cup training camps where I was one of the, the national coaches there for, for Kazakhstan. And she, you know, her best result so far, obviously a quarterfinal uh, at the French Open. And, you know, she's a bit of a quiet girl. Um really sort of just sort of keeps to herself and uh you know she's had a great event here uh at the at the french open this year um beating uh johanna conta in round one and then going all the way to the quarter so that really kick starts her her uh her season i guess or her year she'll uh she'll uh really jump up the rankings there but um very close getting through to the semis but madison keys just hits the ball too big off both sides and Keys, the US Open finalist from last year, goes on to play Sloan, Sloan Stevens, who we're going to get to here in a minute. And, um, you know, Keys, she's uh, a huge talent. I saw Madison uh, eight years ago in New York. She was a 15 year old. She was playing in uh, the, I believe she was playing in the doubles there uh, at the US Open. In, and um, you could see then that she was ahead of her time. She's just a huge hitter of the ball uh, on the female side of things. And and um, she's really starting to fulfill her talent now. Uh, I expect to see her uh, in the top 10 in the world for years and years to come. And she's only matter of time before she wins a major. Uh, it's really as simple as that. Lindsay Davenport in her, uh, in her corner now. And U.S. tennis, especially on the women's side, is absolutely flourishing. And... Uh, Madison Keys through to play Sloane Stevens in the semi-final, which takes us on to let's talk about Sloane. Sloane was up against um, the 21-year-old Russian Kazetkina, who took out Wozniacki the round before. Kazetkina actually spent a bit of time with her too in Delray Beach. She was there training 
uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, she is she is a talent, and she took out. Uh, I said Wozniacki the round before, um, but she was overmatched last night. Sloane Stevens, wow, what a performance from her! She looked composed. She looked rock solid from the back of the court, and she was just a uh, she was a class above in last night's match. She was just the stronger, more powerful athlete, and Kazakina had no answer. And Sloane looks composed. I mean, a U.S. Open win last year. Um, could she add to that as early as this year in in France? Um, from what I saw last night, she most definitely could. Uh, she was uh, she was incredible there last night. Uh, just composed, uh, picked her spots. There was nothing that Kazakina could do that, that was was really going to to bother Sloan last night. And she she was hitting the ball as as heavy as anybody off the deck. And that uh, that semifinal is going to be a beauty between Madison and Sloan. And you know I'd probably give the advantage to Sloan uh, before that matchup uh, gets underway. And uh, from what I saw last night. She is uh she is ready to to possibly go all the way here in uh, in Paris. But American tennis looking very very healthy. As I said, both uh, on the women's and on the men's side, and uh, they've got to be excited. The USTA, the United States Tennis Association, have got to be excited about the amount of players that they have got competing and being successful at the elite level. Uh, moving forward to tonight. Tonight's matchups on the men's side, we've got Rafa Nadal taking on Diego Schwartzman and Big Marin Cilic taking on Juan Martin Del Potro. The Nadal and Schwartzman matchup, I do not see how Schwartzman can really impact against Nadal. Schwartzman is going to have to step up on the baseline and hit his backhand as well as he has, has ever hit it before. Uh, Nadal will be relentless. Just whipping balls, uh, trying to keep that ball up high. Schwartzman about five foot five, five foot six. Uh, it's it's an intriguing matchup, but I see Nadal absolutely dominating this matchup, and it could be uh, it could get ugly for the Argentinian who got through in five over Kevin Anderson in the last round. And uh, I like to see him make some inroads. Uh, I think he is. Um, He's an excellent competitor, Schwartzman. His backhand is uh, absolutely world class, but it's it's going to be it's going to get an absolute battering tonight as Nadal whips heavy uh, heavy forehands into that backhand wing. And the other semi final, uh, other quarter final, uh, Big Del Potro versus Chilich. I give the advantage to Chilich in this one. Uh, I think Chilich is just the the better mover on the clay, and uh, he's just the the better athlete on the clay, and probably brings more versatility to the table. I see him going through Delpo. Great to see him back. And you know, if Delpo can uh, hit enough rocket launching forehands and and you know keep points relatively relatively short, I give him I give him a puncher's chance. But I just think Chilich is just a better athlete out of these two big guys. Both stand about six foot five. Um, I give the advantage to to Chilich here because uh, he has more of an all round game, and I think. Uh, Chilich poses more of a, a possible threat to Nadal in a, in a semi-final matchup, which I expect more than Delpo. Um, but it, it should be uh, it should be great viewing, uh, nonetheless. So tonight's ma- matchups for the men, I, I give Nadal uh, Nadal over Schwartzman, of course, and Chilich. Uh, I think 
to get the points over Del Potro, and uh, it should be a, it should be a beauty uh, either way. Um, so that is something to uh, to look forward to uh, this evening. Wow, what a show! The Italian Cecchinato has stolen all the headlines, and you're going to uh, hear more about this. Uh, tonight and beyond up until his uh, semi-final matchup with Dominic Team, and wow it was all there it's been uh, it's been a compelling tournament up until this stage and there's some big guns still in there uh, and some storylines yet to play out but uh, tomorrow tomorrow's program should be a beauty as well we'll report on uh, how tonight's matchups went it's been uh been a fantastic uh, show today. Um, Novak Djokovic out. Who would have thought Chechenado uh, getting the victory there? We'll see you guys tomorrow. This is Jade Kolf at the Kolf Man on the No Holds Barred French Open Sports Special Podcast. We will see you guys tomorrow. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast